Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, one more. Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Show Tuesday Night, a virtual talk show for married men. We come to you every Tuesday night, bringing you the best show to support, to learn, and to honor the gift of marriage and to strengthen the head of household's role in the family. When you get a second, go to our website, www.householdstress.com. It's brand new. It looks beautiful. It's it's easy going, um, and also come become a friend on on Facebook. Um, our Facebook name is Married Men Don't Talk. Go in there, and you can blog every day, and we go over a lot of topics. You enjoy all the conversations from men and women about the unity of marriage. Okay, this is a hard night, fellas. I'm going to just put it out there. This is we we compete against. President Obama and his butt whooping he's about to provide to Mitt Romney. That's all it is to it. It's going to be some jabs. I don't think anybody's going to come out with a pretty face. But we're going against the best. Uh, but let's stop right now and hit your DVR button. Cut your TVs off because I need your focus tonight. Because we're going to do things a little different tonight than what we have done in the past. All right, this is going to be a little fun night. We're going to do some debating. So hit the record button, because if you don't lead a strong family, then you can't assist anyone by supporting a strong America. Top of tonight, I got 99 problems, but my wife ain't one, right? Well, we all go through things, fellas. We all have a problem with the wives, with our relationships, with our marriage. But I want to try something different tonight. I want I want to uh let's see, what what can I say? I wanna I wanna console our wives. I wanna make sure that we 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 give honor and praise to our wives. So I know you might not have a sheet of paper in front of you, but put a sheet of paper in your head, clear your mind, because I want to talk about the good, the pros, and the bad, the cons of your wife. All right? Anybody got a problem with that? We're going to debate tonight. The pros and cons of the wife, my wife, your wife, all of our wives. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Let's talk about it then. I want to start off with the pros, fellas. And the question I have to the audience is, what is a trophy wife? Hmm? What is a trophy wife? I'll never and did you marry your trophy one. wife? 
Did you marry I mean, your trophy wife? I mean, a trophy wife is just a uh, piece of arm candy. Yeah, it's derogatory, really. Mm-hmm. Disrespectful, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just there. She's just there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just there. She's supposed to look good. That's it. Shut. Keep your eyes on me. But come on, fella. Isn't that why you saw her in the first place? As a trophy? Yeah. I mean, her confidence in herself. Isn't a, tro- a trophy wife somebody who has confidence in themselves? Not arrogant about it, but just have real good confidence in themselves. They make themselves look good. They keep themselves up. They're presentable. She's all show. She's all show. A trophy wife is all show. Yeah. Yeah, it's just all based on looks and nothing else. It's based on looks and nothing else. Hmm? Well, do you consider your wife a trophy wife? I consider mine a a trophy wife. You have to explain that. Why do you consider your wife a trophy wife? Because one, she was beautiful for the first time I saw her. Okay, okay. Two... I told her, I told folks on this call long, 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 long time ago. I had a dream that I had already, that this was my wife in the first place. I told her that the first day I met her. I didn't even say, hello, what's your name? I said, you know, I had a dream that you were my wife. Two, three, it happened. I have this beautiful lady on my arm. We graduated from the same school, Right? And we begin our life together. To me, that's a trophy. That's a win. I got everything I want. I came in first place. I beat out the odds. One, my wife never liked me when she first met me. Two, she thought I was trifling. You know? Three, she had somebody else. You know what I mean? Oh. So the reason why she's your trophy wife is because you won her away. Yeah, but in that part of in that part of the in that part of uh, the hunt, I don't men know. Hunters, My brother pulled hunters? that and it didn't work out for him. And then, well, why didn't it work out for him? Now, see, now we're getting to the, the, the gusto of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Because. Well, I, I, you know, my my brother's uh, older than me, you know, so I know about their their little uh, galavants. He, uh, he, she was going to marry this guy. I mean, she was actually in the process. She was going to marry this guy. And he swooped in. She was what he thought he wanted, what he said he wanted. Uh, it lasted for a while. Um... Then it didn't fell apart. So, as they say, be careful what you ask for. Yeah, but when you ask for a trophy, a trophy is just part of the uh, the accomplishment of getting a wife. It's not. It's just an accomplishment, right? Does your wife it's a recognition know, of award? Does your wife know you refer to her as your trophy wife? Yes, yeah, I, I bought I bought a $15,000 ring set to her finger, and she knows that she's a trophy wife. That's her trophy. 
but but <laughs> did you did you say you're my trophy wife? Yeah, I told but, her she was my dream, my trophy. Well, did you break? I told down? you she didn't. She, I told you she didn't believe me at first. She hated my guts. I had to prove it to her though. She hated my guts when I told her that. She talked for me until sophomore year when we had class together. We had a couple classes together. And then it took the end of sophomore year for me to win home. Going into junior year. So it took time. But in that part of the battle, I mean, does does the New York Giants just walk in and say, I, I, I am the trophy, I, I won the trophy? Or did they have to go every week, practice, get themselves in shape, go out there with a game plan, execute, win every game, then go to the Super Bowl and win the championship? I mean, it's not done, and, you know, it does take work. Yeah. But that's just one year. See, that's all a trophy is, is just one year. That's why I asked you, is your wife your trophy wife? And I thought all the answers would be yes. But I see I'm wrong, and that's cool. It just comes down to the definition and the word usage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know my, and that's why mine was just so narrow. It was a dream, it was a conquer, it was a goal, and I achieved that goal. So, the wife that I wanted to be my wife became my wife. So your your goal was to have a trophy wife. Yeah, why wouldn't I want anything left? Okay, okay, okay. So who were you competing against? Mm. Who am I competing against? Well, yeah, I mean, because you use a football analogy, you know what I mean, for the Giants, they had to compete with a lot of different people. Oh, trust me, bro. I had to compete against the guys she was already going with, the guys that wanted her. You know that, that okay. hey, there's thieves among wolves now. You mess up, and you keep, yeah, we talked about this every week. You mess around and you get, you get caught out there slipping, as of right now, somebody would take your wife. You know, so so I had to I had to be at the top of my game. Okay. <clears throat> Words. Right. Mhm. Because everything is short term. If if it was that easy and she was my trophy wife, well, guess where she'd still be right now? Where? You'd be collecting dust in the corner somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. I'm thinking how my trophies might still be in a box. In a... Wow. You know? Wow, that's profound. I don't even think you understand what you just said. But you, but you, you understand what I'm saying, right? No, I mean, I understand what she you're be saying. Collect, she be collecting dust. But that's normally what happens. I mean, that's not what normally happens, but that's, that's that that does happen. Um. That does happen, especially in relationships where, you know, uh, more so in on the female side because they have more of a sense of purpose for the whole marriage day, the wedding day, and the and the pictures and the albums and all that uh, that comes along with it. But then after that, it's like, okay, now that I got it, I need to find another 
It happens all the time, fellas. It happens all the time. That's why I started off with the hardest question. Did you get your trophy wife? Because now that you got her, now you got to keep her. Or she you just go in the closet. But when you trophy again, and, 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 and so I think somebody used the word arm piece. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and when I hear that, I think of looks. You can take her outside. Uh, you know, they can work the room out in public. They can make you look good. Um, but, you know, like you said, that takes work. And yeah. some years, some months, they might not be your trophy. Some months, they may they may seem like you didn't even win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you have some bad years where you know you you only have a winning record. Yes, exactly. You were low five hundred. You know, uh, and and it, what was once your trophy wife don't feel like it. You know. I'll throw that out there. Oh yeah. But again, I think that I think that the beginning of the marriage and the relationship, when we think that we got our trophy wife, we really don't have our trophy wife. I think the beginning is just preseason. Oh, good. One. Wow. Why you say that? I just think it's preseason. I think that you can't win the gold. You can't get the trophy. You cannot get the trophy. Till you put that work in in the marriage and go through all the trials and tribulations and learn everything that you have to learn about how to be a husband and a family and a true head of household before you see the fruits of that trophy. She gonna throw some things at you that you may she gonna throw some curves at you, you know, some blocks, some chop blocks, things that you may not be ready for. So you you gonna get sacked a couple times. You know, but if once you get in the end zone, I think that's when you consistently get in the end zone, and she's happy and she's out talking about her marriage to her friends and about how great her husband is. I think that's when you get a chance to say, "Okay, now I got the trophy wife." Hmm. Yeah, but you know that that takes hard work, dedication. For sure, I don't think that we can claim it in the beginning. Right. Okay. All you got in the beginning is just a ceremony with a piece of paper. You got a ceremony with a piece of paper. And hopefully some video and picture. <laughs> Basically a primer. <laughs> Excuse me. I try to move my face and hit the mute button. Sometimes it just pops out. But listen, my wife and I, um, we went to go see a counselor one time. And the counselor told us to do a couple of things. And I, I've heard this the same saying and how you want to live your life, your goals, you write down your goals versus your wants, your needs versus your wants, your goals versus your dreams. Uh, And he told me to put down, you know, fold the paper in half. And he says, we're going through some, some issues. And he said, put the pros on one side and put the cons on the other. So I want us to put a light tonight, and, and I just want to go with everybody. Just, I need full participation on this. And we just give each other pros, and we put it down on a sheet of paper. So if you tell me, I'm going to write it down, and then I'm going to write it down, the, the cards. If you have a sheet of paper, 
please do write them down, too. If you can remember in your head, do that. But I'm going to start off with, with my pro, my pro. My wife is consistent. Consistency is what makes my wife, makes which allows me to, you know, to love my wife. Consistency. She's consistent. She ain't going to change. She's consistent in everything she do. She gets up on time. She gets the kids up. She's consistent. Anybody, that's a pro for me. Is that a con for anybody else? Or is, is, can everybody agree that's a pro? Yeah, that's a pro. That's a pro. That's a pro. That's a pro? That's a pro. That's a pro. All right, what's the but? Well, the but is sometimes with that robotic activity, and it's a good thing to have it, it leaves little room for incidentals. Uh-oh. So it's do I need to make a push comma? Huh? Do I need to make a what what they call a push column in in the middle? You might have to because because incidentals is what makes marriage special. Incidentals is what makes relationships special. When you get into a rut, a daily rut, that's exactly what it is, a daily rut. I'm not saying, but it's a good thing because it's responsibility and you got the things you got to take care of on a consistent basis because those things don't change. Yeah. But sometimes you got to be able to, in between that times, have a little fun. Okay. You, know, you can't say, well, you know, nah, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't mess up my routine. I can't mess up my routine. It's my routine. I do it every day. I can't mess up my routine. I got that one, and I was like, nah, that don't work for me. Then that routine doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. may be your routine, but that routine doesn't work. Because that routine is, is, is dangerous. Because if I feel as though I can't come to you, and, I, you know, and I'm you know, i afraid of interrupting your routine, then I'm going to be at a loss. And vice versa. What about... Uh... Here's a pro for me. My wife loves me unconditionally. Mm. That's a pro for everybody? Because I put it it through a basis, so I know. (laughs) (laughs) I believe so. I believe she shows me. And it's just my wife now. I believe she shows me unconditional love. Uh, Some might call it something different. But I got a wife that calls me every morning at 6 o'clock, wakes me up, make sure I, I'm on time to work because I'm away from at home. I got a wife that will stay up with me until 1 o'clock in the morning and talk to me just because she missed me every every night. I got a wife who packs my clothes and makes sure I have everything that I need because she knows I'm forgetful because I forgot something this weekend that was important. <laughs> And um, she has my back. She loves me, you know. She loves me unconditionally. I, I just, I, I, that's just my feeling. Good. Am I, how do you feel about your wife? Is, is, can anybody agree with that? Or is, is somebody in the middle? Or is it a con? You don't think your wife loves you? You say unconditionally? Yeah, unconditionally. I don't think my wife is capable of that. Mm. Okay. 
I don't think my wife is capable of that. I think that, um, and I'm not just saying it's a bad thing. I don't really expect that from anyone, to be honest with you, other than my kids. Um, but, you know, if there was a choice that had to be made, I mean, this is what you got to ask yourself. If there was a choice that had to be made, and but we don't know what that choice is, is there something that she would have to choose over you in her life? Well, I hope not, but there is going to be some possibilities that, you know, she uh, she's going to have to put the mask on herself first before she puts it on anybody else yeah. if, if she has to make a decision. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be, and that's including children, parents, family members, job, health, whatever. If there's a decision that she has to make, it's not going to be to your best interest. Can you still say she loves you unconditionally? And will she make that decision? Yeah. yeah I, you I, know, I, and, I, and, and, and it goes with that preseason you said, because I believe at the beginning we did have that issue. Because we, we were still going through the conditioning and training camp, so we were still learning each other, even though we – had been together four and a half, close to five years before we got married. We were still going through that that learning stage. You know, you still put other things in front of, you know, at that time, fiancé. And she had to become trustworthy of me to make sure that, that the person that she picked could handle his business. So I can see that at the beginning. But we're going back to the trophy wife. And 14 years, 15, with eight, you know, 18, 19 years in the business with this lady. I can guarantee you at this point right now in our marriage that she loves me unconditionally. Okay. And that's the difference. You know, we've been through that stretch where exactly what you said happened. And that's why I said we want to weigh the pros and cons because your pros and cons may not be the same as mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I want you to write down on your paper because we want to weigh them all in at the end of the night. I got a little test for you. <laughs> so you know, so you know, you know, put that under your card because you, you, and it's okay to feel like you're at, at, at this point in time in your marriage. If your wife, you, you're not getting a good feeling that she loves you unconditionally. Well, but then let me ask you this question. I just think that I let me just say this. I believe it's unrealistic. To ask that from someone that you are in a relationship or marriage with. Um, I think that unconditional love is such a high bar. You know what I mean? And I think but that's what love people, is that's what marriage is supposed to be all about, isn't it? I understand and that. I understand that. But history history will tell you that it's not. Because people get divorced. Well, people yeah. that old maid love you unconditionally, then boom, they divorce. <laughs> 
Somebody in the answering and they're out. They got to go handle some business and forget about their marriage. Forget about but their here, But here's the difference. We're talking about a generation gap. You know, we got loopholes when it comes to marriage now. Because if you looked at your grandparents' marriage. They got divorced. And before then, mine stayed together for 52 years. My wife's stayed together until uh, for, for over 50 years. Her her mother father till she her mother passed away this year, stayed together for over fifty you know over forty years. Mm. So here's the generation gap that I'm growing up from. You know my dad and mom made it twenty seven years before he did it, but does that make me break the, that loophole, or does that help me close that gap that my dad messed up? Because, you know, he and my mom just fell apart. Well, I don't really know if if if, if their responsibility is on your father. I don't really know. And I don't really know if there was a gap. I mean, because things happen. You, you know, things happen to good people. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's not, I mean, and some things are unavoidable. Some marriage issues are are unavoidable. But that was an example of the marriage wasn't, the love wasn't unconditional. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you ask yourself, can I get divorced from this marriage? It's something that will get me divorced from this marriage. Then you don't have unconditional love. Did I say that correct? Yeah. If you yeah. slip up and cheat on your wife tomorrow, slip up, get weak, and cheat on your wife tomorrow, is she going to stay with you? But see, that's when you test that unconditional love. Yeah, it's got to be tested. Because if it ain't tested, it ain't nothing. It's just talk. That's right. It's just talk. It just sound real good. I know there are some things that I can do to get me divorced. Yeah. Period. <clears throat> but I mean, but 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 there's some things that uh, you have to fight for too. I mean. All the fighting in the world, man, some of them things ain't going to help you. Because, I mean, people do make mistakes, but if your love was conditional before, it's very hard just to walk away from that. I understand what you're saying. I understand. So so that's like me saying that my that my love for my wife is unconditional. I would love to believe that. I really would. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When she has an affair... It's over. I'm not built that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. There's no, nah, ain't nah, no, no, no renegotiate, no let me be the godly, none of that. I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to exercise my rights, and I'm out of here. You see what I'm saying? And I would expect oh, yeah. nothing different from her. Well, that's good. But you know what the truth is, is that sometimes there's that double standard. Yes, we'll leave. Because we'll never get that out of mind that, you know, somebody else has been sleeping in our bed. But that emotional life, that unconditional love, a lot of wives have forgiven their husbands for taking that step outside of the marriage. You see the double standard there? 
Mm-hmm. How many marriages have you seen where the wife is giving the husband a second chance? And That's it's worked. They do. I know, and I know that uh, a, a lot yeah, of them work. They, but then that, but and that's where that's the difference. If if my wife probably would probably put that I may not be uh, you know love her unconditionally. She may she may have on her list that is a con that it, but on my list I know that she loves me unconditionally. Okay, again, again, again. So now, I could be wrong, to, but I never had to come up with that, you know, with that, that craziness. But listen, but listen, 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 listen. You, did you just say I could be wrong? I could be, but well, I'm in my mind love, right now. I'm serious. That's what I think. But, but unconditional love don't mean I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it happens, and then I just have to face reality. But in my mind right now. So in your mind, mind she loves you unconditionally. She shows, she shows me everything that shows me that she loves me unconditionally. And she'll never leave you. Okay, I but, but that, that's, that's <laughs> like having a security blanket. You, you know, it's only going to work when it's near you. If you lose your job and, and she rolls out on you, but before she told you, I love you unconditionally. You could do anything, and you, you know, unless she says that and really means it, meaning she would have to sign it in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with it, you don't say get it again. It. Say one You more don't time. get sign half of what? everything. She <laughs> has to sign it in blood. Sign it in blood. Not to take half of what I got. Well, I mean, in my case, that happened to me. I did get laid off from my bill. Here's mine. And so, but and then I said, "Well, baby, I'm ready. I'm, I'm sick. Of, I'm tired of being tired and working for you know somebody else." I asked her, "Can we move our savings and start a business?" Mm. And she would. She didn't say, "Are you crazy? You already ain't got no job, and now you want to go out here and start a business with all the money we got in savings?" Mm-hmm. And I crazy. said, "Yeah." That's crazy. But a year later, I'm still in business. Yeah, but but again, I hear you, and all that's great. She supports you. She loves you. She can't live without you. All that is great. But when you talk about unconditional love, I just think that the rules change. Okay. I believe that the rules change. I believe that there are things that will make that love waver when you're dealing with flesh and blood. But isn't that strong? We or just example, ain't made that way. If you right. have a child out of your, um, you, you know, out of your uh, commitment to your wife, I, I don't think too many women are going to be uh, preaching that unconditional. Uh, exactly. See what it does. It comes down to their <coughs> value. You know what, what they feel they can't what, what they can't tolerate. You know, um, mine's is loyalty. I hold that above. You like me? Yeah. Like if you're me. not loyal to me, you'll let anything happen to me. You like me? Mm-hmm. Same way. You know. That's um, good because that was my next pro. Loyalty. I'm right there on the pros. But 
I'm the same way like him. You ain't got to tell me you love me unconditionally. I don't need to hear that. Be loyal. Can I trust you? Bingo. When you say what you say out your mouth, can I believe it and take it to the bank? And know that you will never cross me. So you're just saying don't talk about it, be about it. Just be about it. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. Because if you tell but me being I love you unconditionally, that's going to be like this. No. Can I look it up in the dictionary? Isn't that under the same thing? Loyalty, unconditional? No. Uh-uh. No. No? No. Two different things. Unconditional is, is pretty much where uh, it comes down to whatever you do. You know, loyalty is something that's, that that is that is cast upon you. <laughs> you know, it's like... You could call, you could say loyalty and trust goes together. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, once you breach that that loyalty, you're done. I'm sorry, you you just done because I can have a knife in my back in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's and I'm giving an example. And I'm giving an example. I'm gonna give you a real example, P Town. Other difference. All right. Okay, and, you know, I know it's early to start talking about Bible scripture, but this is the only way I can break it down the best way. <laughs> when you talk about Job, the God has unconditional love for Job, right? Mm-hmm. We know this. Job knew it. God knew it. The devil knew it, right? But yes. at some particular time, God said, do whatever you want to do with him, but you can't kill him. He allowed harm to come to Job and Job's family. See what I'm saying? Now, flip it. Your wife tells you, I love you unconditionally. But she allows you to be sick and stay sick. She allows your kids to go through all kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just, it's just two different things. Loyalty will say, nah, uh-uh, I got your back. So when the devil comes, me and you're going to go breast to breast and fight him. But it was different with Job. It was still unconditional love, but he still took that hedge up from around him. Does that make any sense? That's a good one. That's a good one. You see what I'm saying? It was still unconditional love, but he still let him get infiltrated. At the cost of proving a point, making an example. Okay. Now, if your wife did that, that would be grounds for divorce. With the unconditional love, which wouldn't be unconditional love. Okay. All right, that's a good conversation, fellas. Good conversation. All right, now, out of that word, when I came unconditionally, I brought out this word. I love my wife, and one of her good pros is she's a concerned wife. She's concerned about things. Bills, life, kids, where our relationship is going, how, you know, how we doing, where we going, what's the future going to bring. I like him for having that aspect, being a concerned wife. I won't tell her that because it drives me crazy because she asks me a thousand questions. 
But one of the things I do love about her, and that's the con, is that she asked me a thousand questions. But I'm happy that she's asking me a thousand questions. Because it shows that she's concerned, you know, about us. Even though I tell her I got it sometimes. But don't you like that? In your wife? Having a concern in life? Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, Absolutely. That's a pro. Yeah. So I'm putting that on the pros, concern. Yeah, I think up. even like you said, um <clears throat> about how you were jobless and then you said you wanted to take the savings um and start another business start a business and while she's concerned about the bills and, you know, the well being of the family she had confidence in, you know, your vision. And she was like, okay. So, I mean, uh, what I'm saying is that there was no concern, um, you know, to the point where, you know, you know you can't take our savings, you know, you know you're out of a job. Um, you know, there was, a, a, she was confident in what you were about to do, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, because after a year, you know, her concerns, because she had her concerns, well, you know, you're doing so much. I want to make sure I'm doing my part. However, me doing my part, it was affecting the kids because you're gone, I'm at work, kids are, you know, Doing doing things, and she wanted to do some things, and she kept getting stressed. And I said, "Why are you getting stressed?" She said, "Well, the job stressing me." And I said, "Well, why is the job stressing me? You know, they're not treating me right. They're not. I asked to get an early shift, but they gave it to somebody else who just got there. I've been there for a while. They lied to me. They don't do their work, you know." And I said, "Okay, well, why are you stressing?" She says, "Well." We gotta have insurance. And I said, "Well, we we run our own business. Why do we gotta have security? Well, it was for security, all right. So you're worried about security, but you'd rather be stressed and get yourself all unhealthy and out of shape, and it affects the kids in the home instead of now. It's time for you to do your dream." So I said, what's your dream? She says, well, you know, I like cleaning and doing interior house. I said, well, we already got a business. You're already president of the business. Why don't you start? Well, what are we going to do about insurance? I said, we buy for insurance. If we're bringing in money and we're running businesses, and we're favored, and we have faith, what's the problem is? So you can't have security and faith at the same time. But a lot of people don't believe that. They go to church and say, well, God, I want this. But then they then they question what God has given them. And I told them, we're not going to question. We're going to do it. If we fail, we fail. Many people fail at business. But if you don't try, you, don't, you can't ask God to try, and then you don't do it. Can I talk about your wife for a second? Yes, sir. Because... I'll say this, that 
looking at your wife recently, it seems like there's been a change, a shift, almost like a transformation. Um, she looks happier. She doesn't look as stressed. And for a woman whose husband is, you know, working out of state five days a week and starting a new business venture, you know, it's, I mean, she looks... I mean, she's glowing, you know. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's like you said, is that you know you made some some decisions, and you know, obviously it's paying off because it shows. And I know that you know, going back to the topic of the evening, that I've got ninety nine problems, but my marriage isn't one. But I know, you know, when she was in a previous career path, you know, it probably did affect your marriage, right? Yeah, it did. She felt like she had to do more. Mm-hmm. Now, as president, she, in less than a month that she started, she's already learned how to run the business, then set contracts up, done done work. So she sees that the, the, as long as, you know, you work hard and it is yours and you set your standards, the world is, is, is in the palm of your hands. But, you know, what I found out about people, and I told uh, told her this a long time ago, a couple months ago, is that, you know, if you can't ask God for something and then don't take that opportunity and wait for it. You got to go out there and work hard. And I guarantee you, once you ask your wife, all right, I'm ready to start this full time, and she, you have a full blessing, then you need to go on and do it. But you got you to show up. It's like you got to show up at church. You got to show up for prayer. You got to show up for faith every single day. And as long as she sees you doing that, she'll continue to believe. We used to have arguments, and this was one of the cars, or one of her cars, and let's put this on the con side, and I, I'm not, I'm not uh, embarrassed to say it because I believe everybody has it. But my wife has a, she's a defensive person. And what I mean by defensive person, she's always looking at the what if. Pessimistic? You're right. So to me, what if is negative. Yeah. Looking for the worst thing that could possibly happen. Right. And you're the opposite. And I'm the opposite. I'm like... My 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 marriage is the exact same way. And, I, and I'm like, you can't think that way. You can't go in thinking this way, and then you can't go in saying I can't. No, but listen, 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 listen. And that drives me crazy. That's the only con I had about my wife. But listen, listen, you got to embrace that. You know, and and I had to learn to embrace that because there's been times when my wife was right. Yeah, that's why I said I have a concerned wife. That, yeah. That's why I love the concern about her. Exactly, exactly. Because we, as men, are adventurous. A lot of times yeah. we don't do our homework. A lot of times we grab something that sounds good and we go with it without doing the searches and all the information that we need to do and the pros and cons, and they do that for us because they don't get emotionally attached to stuff like we do. New ideas, business ventures, new car, new TV, whatever. We all right. open, but they may have. Eh, we don't need that right now. 
You know, they know we need this right now because, you know, they they pretty much run the household. So we right. need them to be pessimistic to a certain degree, not to a point where it will stop us from our, our forward progress, but it will it will slow us down a little bit so we can pretty much see, you know, what's in front of us. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it definitely can. I can see what you're talking about, though. Anybody else have a pro for their wife? Oh, I got a whole, I got a larger list of them, so I don't want to say all mine up front. Being naive. Mm. Naive, that's a con, right? Con. But you know what's strange? Could also be a pro, depending on uh, the situation. Explain. Explain. Well, for instance, uh, if you knew that you were, say, for instance, just, you know, quick, if you knew that you were um, her first, right? No other man been with her. You know, and she's naive. You're like, that's cool. You know, I can accept that because she hasn't lived a, a wildlife type thing. But when it comes to evaluating people and situations, then it becomes a con. So I, I guess I could say the naive is when it benefits you. What? All right, I'm taking. You know, but when it when it comes to dealing with other things, then I, I, I find that to be her weak link. Uh-oh. 
That's the only reason I come up with that. There isn't one. Because if you don't allow that to happen, then, you, you know, you, you aren't present. Your foundation is weak. Yeah, and you okay. could literally have, she could literally have a husband and still not have, uh, you know, had a household there. Exactly. 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 And she's running it all while you got the joystick in your hand. Mm. Ooh, you walk around with a joystick. Good one. Oh wow! So you put the joystick down and uh, come help me with this with these dishes like you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something like that. Oh yeah. You know, put the remote control down and uh, go out there and cut the grass. Honey, <laughs> in a minute. That's oh man. I don't know if y'all came to my church on Sunday. But uh, our pastor's son uh, 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 preached. He got in the pulpit this past Sunday. And he was talking about persistence. He says, you know, as us, sometimes we get intimidated as head of households. When we got to take on a project we're not used to doing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and he says, you know, his wife began to uh, uh, question him when he was going to get, I think he has he had a running toilet. And when he was going to fix it. Yeah, his kids have put toys down the toilet, messed it up. <laughs> and so he, because, you know, I get to it when I get time. And when the company come over here, warn them, hey, don't, don't go use this bathroom over here. Y'all can use this one. And he said that, uh, you know, he told the family, well, we'll just use that one bathroom. We won't worry about this bathroom. So I think. And it got to the point where the wife, and this is one thing I like about my wife, was being persistent. My wife is pro. One of her pros is that she's persistent. She go keep nagging me until I get it done. And his wife, that the pastor's wife, he said, she wrote it. She went online, printed out the manual, gave it to him, and said, "Handle your business." Now he had to step up because her persistent that she wanted that bathroom fixed, and she won't take it. No, for answer. She did not want to use that kid's bathroom anymore. <laughs> do we do that as as husbands? Is it okay for us to uh, say I'll get to it when I get to it, but we get upset when our wife don't jump on what we ask them to do? So you sure the night's not our um, positive and negative? You sure it's not for us because... I'm a type of person, if I tell you I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But I'm going to do it in my own time. If you want me <laughs> to rush to do it, then you need to express that in the very beginning. But if you just give me a, you, you know, you're you going to take care of that. Yeah, I'm going to take care of it. You guarantee I'm going to take care of it. You might want it on Wednesday the 1st. I might get to it Wednesday the 12th. But I'll get to it, you know, so... Yeah. That, yeah, that's but that, just the way that, I am. But that's the that come from 
Does that come, and I think we can all relate to that, but that, does that come from the fact that we don't want a woman telling us what to do? Oh, no. No. You know, because, I mean, we grew up, you know, our moms told us what to do, and, you know, I think that, and I, and I don't mean consciously, I mean subconsciously right, and I that. You know what I mean? Just to say, you know what? She want me to take that trash out now. I I'll take it out tomorrow morning. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna jump up. You know, she said how, jump. You know, I said how high. It ain't gonna be like that. I'm gonna do it when I want it. But do you, I mean, deep down, do you think subconsciously that you know we think about it from the aspect of that you know this woman is not gonna tell me what to do and we can do it. I don't think so. No, but I think uh, uh, maybe. Uh, a few out of ten, that is, maybe seven out of ten, that might be be the problem. It's not really for me, cause yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, my mother was the only woman that I would jump for, you know, whatever, and mm-hmm. she wasn't even the type of woman that would put you in that situation. Um, because a lot of times I try to be preemptive. You know, I'll do it before. Well, see, mine is my house. My shoes and stuff is upstairs. And if I'm downstairs and I got to go upstairs, put some clothes on, put some shoes on just to take out the trash, I said, I'll get it in the morning. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I just don't feel like going upstairs. I mean, it could be the size of my house. It's, It's just... It's like she's like you know, or I, you know, I got a boy, so I'd be like, I'm not taking out trash anymore. Quentin, how do I you was just, I was just getting ready to say that's why you have children. <laughs> that's why you have children. Uh, listen, let's the small stuff, Quentin. Go get it. And, and see, and I was brought up that women in the house didn't take out trash unless they wanted to. So when I was younger, that was my job. Hmm. You know, um, and my mother never had to put her hands on the bag of trash unless she chose to. That was just how I was raised to do. Well, hey, it was going to be a situation in my house if, if, if she had to pick up the trash. <laughs> that was when it was too late. And she told you, you know, three <laughs> days ago to take the trash out. Now. Yeah. Wow, three days ago. Yeah, that's a problem. If you're sitting around for three days. <laughs> and then after after she gets the fussing, then I got to hear it from the big dog, and then I didn't want to hear all that. Because that's a whole different type of situation. Yeah. That happened to me, man. It's kind of funny that he was telling that story about this toilet. Because um, my dishwasher broke. My dishwasher's probably been broke for about a year now. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, we got a young teenager in the house. She can just wash the dishes. You know, I grew up on washing dishes. I didn't have a dishwasher when I was growing up. We had to wash them by hand. But no, weed was me. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm tripping. It wasn't no weed. It was me. That was my job. And, um, you know, so... We had to help out washing dishes in this house because um, the dishwasher was broke. And I got I looked down in there, and you know I got my um, what you call it my um, shop vac and sucked all the water out. 
Then I tried to use it again, and the water just kept piling up. It would wash dishes, but the water wouldn't drain. There was no way to get the water out, so I'd have to bring the some part. I mean, the, the uh, shop back in, suck all the water out. So after a while, I was like, "Man, forget about it." A year, I got intimidated. You know, I was like, "Yeah, we can call a guy." I don't know, you know, and I don't like repair people because like, they always rob you. <laughs> You can't never win. You can't never win with a prepared person unless you know them personally or they owe you some money or something and you get a favor. But other than that, you're always going to get robbed. So instead of calling a prepared person, Sears or whatever, go on YouTube, which I did a year later. I went on YouTube a year later and watched the video on how to fix my uh, uh, dishwasher. And fixed it. The crazy Neither part is my wife, my wife didn't say anything to me about it the whole time. She never brought it up. Which for my wife is, is huge. I mean, she, she never brought it up. Oh, uh, well, you're going to fix it. You're not going to fix it. I was like, it's broke. She was like, okay, it's broke. We just I, I, I just went through the same thing with my wife. Um, dishwasher broke, same appliance. Went on YouTube, found a video, and my wife actually helped me take it apart and put it all together again. Still couldn't fix it, so we just called the repairman and uh, paid that money up, and he fixed it. Paid that money up. How long was it broke? Uh, It was broke for about a month. Yeah, mine was about 12 in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, I was just straight out of it. I was like, I ain't doing it. And y'all say that, y'all say that. Um, but my dishwasher was broke probably for hmm, maybe three years, maybe five, five years. Five years. Yeah, I mean, it it was bad. And what happened was. Um, you know, we, 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 we built the house ground up, you know, from scratch and everything, but we got the cheapest appliances there. I mean, just build a grade, the basic stuff, not the stainless steel like my neighbor got, you know, all over his house. Um, <laughs> you, know, just, you know, we just got the basic white, you know, the basic beige countertops. Build a grade, build a grade. Yeah, the build a grade stuff. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, yeah so, I got it in my house. It's all good. Yeah, so literally after... Maybe, I mean, it, it, it may have been the first couple washes or whatever. I mean, the joint just broke. I mean, <laughs> it didn't work anymore. And at that time, you know, we didn't have kids. You know, it was just us two. So, you know, now, you know, it got to a point, you know, where it, we were just like, you know, like like T.O. said, we just washed the dishes, just us two. You know, it's not a big deal. Um, not a lot of dishes. But as the family grew, it was becoming a problem. And I'm not too handy. I mean, T-Hog actually came over my house and fixed a, a bathroom faucet for me one time. I was, you know, he had to he had to come through with his little toolbox and you know hook me up because I ain't too handy. So I wasn't touching the dishwasher, and I was like, I ain't calling nobody either because you know we can just wash it and we can save a few bucks, you know. And um, so we ended up. I ended up uh, calling and. Um, cost me a pretty penny, you know, and what happened was, you know, the guy was telling us that literally the dishwasher, it has to be used regularly, you know, it can't be used, 
you know, once a week or whatever. It's got to be used regularly because it had a bunch of food and everything uh, caught up in the the, the, the backflow of the, in the, the line. Yeah, in the line or what. I don't know what he was talking about, but he was like, y'all got to use this regularly. And I was just like, don't you know how much electric and water, you know, we can save and we just hand wash these dishes? You know, I wasn't trying to use it every day, but he was basically like, this one you pretty much have to use every day or every other day. Yeah. So... You know, we finally got it fixed, but, you know, but I had to pay somebody. And it was, it was some years, T-Hawk. I mean, it, it was some years, and the wife was just like, you know, my dishwasher's still broke. I mean, she would, she would just be on me. But now, you know, thankfully, um, we got three kids now, and it, and it comes in quite handy. It works just fine. Works just fine. And you know something, man? And see, that's the reason why I didn't want to pay for that for that what you did. Because when I fixed mine, it took me two days, right? And it only took me two days because me, I got a, a, a crazy idea to start working on it at night. I'm like, out of time. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to come back the next day. I'm going to watch a couple more YouTube. It may be one or two YouTube videos. But right. literally, you pull the screws out the thing. You slide it from under it where it's at till it's out in the open. You unhook the water. You pull those hoses out and just suck all the stuff out of it. Plug it back mm-hmm. in and it works. Mm-hmm. Once you figure it out, they charge you two, three hundred dollars to do twenty dollars worth of work. Forty dollars yeah. max for pulling it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if if the motor's not bad, if it's just food that's clogged up in there, you can literally fix it yourself. Well, with me, I, I had no problem taking mine out, taking it apart. It's just that I did not know what to fix, and I could not get the schematic for my uh, dishwasher so I could hook my uh, uh, voltmeter up and check my readings to see what was actually bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't do the problem with mine. Mine just wouldn't drain. So yeah, no, it cold, you know, it was just like kicking out of cold and it would, and the water would come in and that was it, the, and nothing else would work. And I don't know if it was a bad switch or if it was the the main motor, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I would have had problems with that one too. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine, was, was, mine was just a, a drainage issue. Yeah, my See, wife mine started off as a drainage issue and then it turned into the motor died. Because it was trying to force the water out, but it was, you know, it was just stuck, and the motor just, poof. Yeah, yeah. But lucky mine was under warranty, so I, I had to call the warranty man, and he came and fixed it. But, but what I did, speaking of warranty, I had the uh, AHS home warranty, and we canceled that because that was useless. Okay. Yeah, that thing was useless. I mean, it was useless. It didn't save us any money. Good to know that. I don't know. I still got it. It went beautiful because I just got a brand new air conditioner for it. Hardly no cost. Wait, wait a minute though. What kind of warranty you got? I got the AHS. And they bought you. I paid a little sixty dollars. The man come had a business. I ain't had no problem since. And they replaced your air conditioner. Yeah. Well, I tell yeah. you what. Because because if it breaks like three times. And then they give you a whole air conditioning unit. Now, I had to pay, like, because it was new, I had to pay, like, a little 20%. But I was cool with 20%. I got brand new air conditioning. 
instead of paying the full price, five, six thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Mm. I don't know, man. They 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 didn't come through with something on my dishwasher, so. Yeah, yeah. I called a man, paid a little sixty dollars. He uh, he he put the new motor in. It's under warranty. Sears man came because it was a Sears product. All I had to pay it was sixty bucks, and everything was taken care of. It just depends on what it is, though. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because if had it been something wrong with the ride, would have been fixed the same day. Yeah. But that's good. Fellas. We get cheap when it comes to household appliances, though. But it hasn't. Exactly. Let it be you, you need some new tires or alternator or fuel pump. You're going right to wherever you got to get it, eBay, wherever, and getting that thing handled. Yeah, and, a dish, and a dishwasher is so much cheaper than new tires. Or the TV go out or something like that, man. <coughs> oh, yeah. We get rid of it. We got the TV go out. I'm calling everybody. You hey, let me um, let me do for the folks that just getting on the call. Let me tell you what the topic is tonight. The topic is I got nine nine problems, but my marriage is not one, right? And what we've been talking about is we took a sheet of paper. Everybody has a sheet of paper at their home, or they got it in their mind where we have a split down the middle, and then we added three columns now because we added a push column in there. But we're talking about the pros, the goods of our wives. We want to talk about the goods of our wives. But then we also want to talk about some of the cons. And then we have a new one called push where they can be right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And we're debated on things. We debated about consistency, about unconditional love, uh, concerns, our wife's concerns. And these are things that we love about our wives. Uh, the perfect partner, persistence. But what about on time? Punctual. Punctual. My wife is a punctual person. She gets on me, come on, Trees, you, you, you're dragging your feet. Let's go. I got your day on time. I don't want to be late. Mm. And I'm like, I'm there when I'm there on certain things. And then certain things, I'm like, we got to get there. We got to be there on time. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Is that cool? Is that a is that a pro in your in your with your wife being punctual on time, or yeah, is that a con? Wife, or, yeah, my wife is on time, and I'm you know I'm I'm pretty. Well, I think we're both pretty punctual, so it works. You know, if I say I'm going to be there somewhere at a certain time, we're going to be there at a certain you know that certain time. Um, you know, time is actually one of my pet peeves. Um, like all the clocks in my house I have to read the exact same time. Wow. That's how, yeah. It's on the microwave, on the stove. It's all got to read. And I'm literally like, you know, yeah, I'm programming them. So, Rodney, yeah, yeah, I guess you would have been in trouble if you lived on the uh, the, the timeline, huh? Yeah. You know, exactly. <laughs> you was right exactly. in between that. You'd be in trouble. What side of the house is on? <laughs> what right. side of the Don't let the power go out. He'll be at it again every time the power go out. I gotta, I gotta set the clocks. Mm-hmm. You yeah, set them early. Punctuality. Are the you clocks set early? No, no, I don't do that. No, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in having clocks ten, fifteen minutes early. No, the time is the time. It is what it is. It is you what know. it is. But yeah, punctuality is. Um, I, I think both of us are. 
on time. So that's that's a pro for both of us, I guess. Yeah. Well, she is, but nobody's more punctual than me. I'll be somewhere hour ahead of time. I'm <laughs> I'm pissed if I'm five minutes early. No, I got to be. I got to be there so I can relax and look over where I'm at, depending on what I got to do. I hate rushing. I hate rushing. My wife is the same way. Yeah, but I mean, like this old adage said, you know, early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. That's right. Happens sometimes, but yeah, my wife is. That's one thing she she uh, she keeps on me on, and I like it. Is that consistency that we talked about earlier, being punctual. I'm, I'm learning how to do it, especially now that I'm running my own business. You know, even last week when she she's running her business and we had to go do a job, we were on time, but we had to stop. She said, "Well, you know, I need to stop by the store." She was, I said, well, do you want me to drop you off? And then I'll go back, you know, so you'll be on time, and then I, I'll go back out. She was like, no, nah, I can have them up in this. I think I have enough because I estimated the floor. She just wanted to go get extra. And uh, so we was on time, and when we went to the, the uh, client's house, the first thing they said is, I'm so glad you're here on time. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, that just brings, we're talking money now. So that just brings so much that uh, hopefully her word of mouth to other people will bring her her dream, you know, more clients. So I, her having that already instilled in her and my wife, you can, just like Rodney said, you can see a change in her. You can see her smile because now she's controlling her destiny. Mm-hmm. Instead of having somebody... Tell her what time she needed to be to work, even though she don't want to be there, and then other people not showing up. Mm-hmm. If somebody ain't possessed on her, I guarantee you, they ain't going to be with her the next day. I guarantee you, she's going to fire them on the spot. But she's ready. But here's a, here's a, here's a con. Here's a con of my wife. I think she's lacking a little bit on sense of humor. <laughs> Why you say that? I think we can work on that a little bit. Because I was joking with her the other day and she was serious. Like I joke, she gets serious. I mean like I was just joking. <laughs> you know it, it's like it's like that defense mechanism jumps up and takes over. So when you you playing a joke, she takes it serious. Now now she's mad at you. I'm like, baby, I was just joking. Yeah, I know my wife is, um, I mean, a lot of people don't know, but she cut up more than I do. I mean, it, it, but but she don't let y'all know that. You know, it's like, you know, you see her, she's, you know, very reserved, very quiet. But, I mean, sometimes I'll be in there, I'll be in here rolling. You know, because she is definitely a cut-up. But she don't. She doesn't let everybody see that side of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know she has a humorous side. Um, and, you know, so she ain't got no problem with that. But, yeah, sometimes she'd be dicing them up. And I'd just be like, <laughs> what? And, I mean, you did not just say that. I mean, she she cuts some deep. You know, I got in trouble. I got in trouble today for not laughing at my wife's joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Was it a funny joke? I mean, it, or it was it was mildly funny at best. I saw that she was all butthurt about it. You know, I tried to, you know, say, oh, that was hilarious. You know, oh, no. She's like, no, it was too late. We were talking through Google Talk because I'm in Texas right now. She was like, oh, no, it's too late. It's, don't worry about it. It's too late. You know, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll about something else. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, you won't be like, I can't help it. You're not funny. <laughs> oh, man. You're not, you're not, you're not, funny. You're not as funny as me. Yeah. You know what I'm doing when you're married, you know what it is, you don't care. Mm-hmm. So you told her that? No, oh, I didn't tell her that though. <laughs> That's what you were thinking. <laughs> That's what you were thinking. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You know. <laughs> yeah. She'll still think I might as well have told her that. She she's gonna act like I told her that, so it don't matter. Right. Right. I'm I'm getting hip to the game. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now I don't know if this happens in everybody's family, but this started off as a con from day one. It did. What? Her not being. It is humor. now. No, 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 no. The humorous part. That that. She's 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 going over to the middle on the humorous part. She 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 knows what I'm joking now, but it was still. It was like at the beginning you couldn't joke with her. She would just get mad. I'd be like, I can't joke with you. You know, you can always be serious all the time. Mm-hmm. But she's getting, now that we're a little bit apart, she's able to joke more. <laughs> I guess it's the job. It's the, the release. She's a different person now. Mm-hmm. She's so different that a, a con that usually, it didn't drive me crazy because I love to cook. And I'm, I'm a cook of the family. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do. But I'm away now. So a lot of my money would go to going out and eat. Right. Because right. I'm away. Mm-hmm. But, and then, you know, I would do the groceries. I would, you know, we would go together. But then sometimes I would go by myself to the groceries. But now she's pushed. She's over to the middle close to a pro now. She's cooking. Instead of me picking up food on Friday night, she got food ready when I come home. Wow. So I mean the kids so you saying the food? So you were saying that that was a con before when she wasn't cooking. Yeah, cuz you know, here I I got to drive, you know, or or come home and then we, it ain't no dinner on the table. We had to figure out what we are going to do. Then sometimes you get so tired, you be like, "Let's go out to eat." So now you spend the more money cuz you just tired of eating. Going out to eat. And you don't feel like going in the kitchen. But now now we can cook together because she is enjoying cooking for the kids, and the kids are enjoying mommy cooking. It's great, man. Oh, for the folks that went on the phone, one of the big, huge questions we started out with is, did you marry your trophy wife? Mm-hmm. That was, and, and, and these pros that I'm talking about, and the cons that I'm talking about is my trophy wife. The reason why I like my wife, why she she's my trophy wife. Yeah, my mine is my trophy. Oh, trophy has some money, finally. Yeah, I, I'm the only one, and you the only one that said that our wives are trophies. Everybody else says no. Why well, you explain why? Well, why my wife's a trophy wife? Yeah, yeah. 
Because my wife is, uh, first of all, uh, she's my wife. Uh, she looks good as hell. I like the way she looks, you know. She's real cool, you know. So, uh, you know, like the total package. Easy to get along with. Give me too much hell about nothing. And she's a trophy wife. That way, I have a different definition of trophy wife or something. But what's your definition? My definition of a trophy wife is she's basically that, a trophy. You know, uh, you know, a trophy is something you're proud to show off, you know. Put it on the mantle, right? Put that thing on the mantle. Huh? You put it on the mantle. But, I mean, if you call in the house, living in the house with it, a mantle, then, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, put it on the outside, you know. People know she's that trophy. She's that prized possession. Yeah, I don't mind people meeting her. You know, I can show her off. I can take her to a work function and she know how to act. You know how to work the room. <laughs> <laughs> she know how to work the room. He's the litmus test. <laughs> she won't act like that 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 fool I was once married to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I can take I can take my wife anywhere and not worry. So I got yeah. He's blurring the line between the definition that I uh, I was always understanding as a trophy wife. Uh-huh. With you know the dress the look, keep your mouth shut, keep your eyes on me, trophy. You know, you talk to who I need you to talk to. You smooch up to whoever I need you to smooch up to. You know, that type of thing. I don't know if I could pull that out and say, you my trophy wife. She's more my rib, but she's, but uh, I'd probably get some backlash because that, because she'll be looking at it in that, that way of, what are you trying to say? You know, so it's not that she's not held high. She's just, you know, it's just that I, I wouldn't give that title or that label. Okay. Now I have to, well, it was 10.30. And I got some more. Anybody else got any cards about their wives? Because right now, I got a long list of, of everybody's pros. But my, it looks like we don't have no cards for our wives. Phone calls recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, T.R. Thank you, bro. You ain't got no list, brother. You got to know that. Look, mm. All right. Well, I, I was earlier going to ask to have my voice uh, 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 distorted. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't scared. Here go another. Here go another pro of mine. Are you supposed to be giving a call? That con. Yeah, you approve. We got enough pros. Yes, sir. All right, but I got to get his. I got to get his last pro out. <laughs> My wife is great behind closed doors. No. <laughs> always have, always. Right now, always have and always will be. That's one of the best things I enjoy about her. All right. So we're doing sons now, right? 
Yeah, we're doing now we get a car. Now we got to get a car. You know, I got them. I, you know, I'll let them. Five more. Five more. All right, well, here go the cons on my wife. First con, uh, my wife shopped too much. Oh. She shopped too much. She buys too many clothes and don't know when to stop. Uh, <laughs> That's a good number one. Two. Number two, <laughs> my wife my wife don't cook when I want her to cook. Uh-oh. Uh sometimes she gets lazy when it comes to cooking in the kitchen. We both work. Uh she just lay on the couch and needs to go on and fix me something to eat sometimes. Sometimes she just, you know, she don't she don't put forth her best effort when it comes to doing her womanly duties in the kitchen. Y'all ready for number three? Number three. Number three, when my wife parks in the garage, I don't know why she has to have the assured feeling of bumping the damn house with the front bumper. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's what I you know where she is, man. I don't understand that. I don't know why she do that. I, I, I honestly don't do that. And it's like she make it a point to do it, especially when I'm standing there watching her park or when I'm in the car with her. I don't get it. Y'all ready for number four? There it is. My wife thinks I'm a personal chauffeur because she don't have the calmness to deal with traffic. I just wish she would go back to some aspects of her single life and just drive herself around and quit asking me if I'm going to take her anywhere because sometimes I don't feel like taking her. I'm not driving Miss Daisy. (laughs) Y'all want to keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, y'all want to keep going? Nah, 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 Six inches from the toilet, looking down on me, talking to me while I'm trying to handle my business. What is wrong with this woman? It's thanks to Almighty, and she is standing there talking to me, and she can tell there's other things that I got going on other than the conversation, but she will not shut up. I don't know why, and I look at her like, because she got your corner. You can't get up. You can't get up and move. But when I want her to stop, but see, this is what kills me about my wife. My wife will stand there and inhale the smell. But the moment I put on some Gucci man or some real ignorant, you know, some real ignorant rap, then she leaves. And then on the way out, why do women do this? She said, it stinks in here. <laughs> You almost did yeah. it in the first place. Yeah, you really have to catch yourself from cussing them out. You really have to catch yourself from cussing them out. Like, yeah, I know it does. It really does. I mean, I can keep going. I mean, you know, hey. Well, I want to pass the waffle around. Anybody else got something? Anybody want to throw what in? Whoa, no. Uh, I know somebody want to throw, throw in them cold feet. Stop playing. Cold feet? Yeah. I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think of oh, another one. I don't have too many of them, to be honest with you. 
You do. You just can't think of them right now. No, I wrote them down. I wrote them down. I said, I already said that my wife thinks negative sometimes. It drives me crazy. You know, I want I want her to be positive on everything. I know there's some if, but the if is what stops people from moving forward. I told everybody she, sometimes she asks too many questions. My wife asks too many damn questions. It drives me crazy. And then uh, she'll ask the question four different times. Oh, you got me. That's it. The same question. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, and I'm accused, not, I'm accused of not having patience when you ask me the same question three times in a row, and I'm saying I have to answer that. What else do you want me to say? Oh, you don't have patience. Everybody else, you don't have patience. Okay. I told you when you <laughs> met me I was not a patient person. Okay. Obviously, that's one of my my points. A little bit of selfishness. She's selfish. I'm against selfishness. And you talk about clothes. She's got to have top of the line of the appliances. Y'all talking about dishwashers? I can't get with that. I got a dishwasher. I'd rather wash the dishes before I go to a dishwasher. But she got to have top of the line. She got to have top of the line matching, washing, and dry. They both have to match. They both have to. And it has to cost $1,500. You know, where $1,500, somebody better pull it out, ring it out, hang it up, hold it for me. You know, you know she's got to have all that. My my wife got a bad habit. When I tell her I'm going to do something, she'll ask me, but how you going to do that? You know, it's like I got to explain to her how I'm going to do whatever the hell I'm telling her. And it's like I can't explain it to you because you're not a man. If I tell you I'm going to do this, and just let me do it. When you gonna do it? Well, how you gonna do it? How you gonna pay for it? And, da, 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 da. and what about this? Uh, like, this ain't twenty-one questions. <laughs> just stop. If I tell you I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. That just get on my nerves. That get on my nerves. It really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they ask those questions, it, it drives you crazy. And then they get mad. Why you? Well, I can't talk to you. You always get upset. I'm like you asking the same question five times. They try to make you think you're dumb. It's like, well, how come you can't explain yourself? Like, like, I just what? told you the same answer five times. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I am slow. Maybe I am explaining it wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, it's always that underlying thing that they're looking for. Anybody else? Come on, Mr. Hand Lotion. Uh-oh. <laughs> what about a communicator? Is your wife a great communicator? Is that a con? Does she really know how to communicate to you? I mean, we already said uh, she always asks these crazy questions, but when it comes down to really communicating, with me, she is she a great listen. communicator? She doesn't listen. She doesn't feel she needs to listen, and then when shit go wrong, oops, when things go wrong and I'm supposed to straighten it out. Well, you should have listened to me in the beginning. So she doesn't listen well to me, but she claims she does. Oh, yeah. Am I else? <clears throat> what about... Uh... Do y'all have a, a wife... That maybe fusses too much. 
Yeah, I do. Just fusses all the time. You're like, why are you? You wake up fussing. What? Mm-hmm. How do you wake up? Oh, oh, come on in my house, man. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord, you wake up fussing. You might even just have a good night, and then all of a sudden it turns into an argument because you're fussed about something. You're like, wait a minute, no. didn't we just? Mine wake up sometimes. Raising hell, and sometimes I had to stop her and just say good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> morning. How are you feeling this morning? And then she give me that look, and she realized what I'm doing. Mm. Like, yeah, I called you. I called you on it. Mine sometimes. I, I yeah. See, certain things you can let pass. Certain things you just don't have to say. You know what I mean? Don't take every example to nitpick. Don't take every opportunity to nitpick on something. That's one of my pet peeves. Like certain things you could have just said, let it go. It wasn't a big deal. I didn't do it on purpose. So why I got to hear about it? Yeah. Do I have an example? I do have an example. I have an example. When we go to sleep at night, we go to sleep with the TV on. Um, She's in bed before, way before me. So she leaves the TV on. She says she leaves it on so I don't bump into the walls in the dark. Whatever. Um, but she has a program to come to the news, you know, to go to Channel 5 News in the morning. Just programmed on that channel. But at least you can watch the news. Exactly. So, you know, when you fall asleep, I fall asleep with the remote in the bed. I don't always remember to take the remote out of the bed and why. You know what I mean? This ain't bothering nobody to leave it. So one particular night, I must have rolled over the remote and changed the the TV from video mode to something else. So when you turn the TV on, it's, it's uh, snow, you know, fuzz. It's on the wrong channel. So she wakes up in the morning to watch a TV show news while I'm asleep. And oh, my God. And that it, it's fuzz. Ain't no news there. All right, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is, That night, she's like, do you, do you mind, you know, not changing the channel? Now, you know damn well I didn't change the channel. And for one time, I, I rolled on. Maybe she could have even rolled on a remote. I don't even know who rolled on a remote because we sleep. We changed the channel. Yo, you Some things you don't have to say. You know it wasn't intentional. Just leave it alone. <clears throat> you know, and that's just one of the examples. I can believe that. Wow, we're we're almost there, fellas. But here's the question of the night. Here's my monkey wrench. With all, excuse me, with all of our pros outweighing our calls and all of our marriages here on this phone. Why is there so many divorces if the pros outweigh the cons in our marriages around the world? Why is it? Mm. Does the, the little, the small cons outweigh every beautiful thing about your wife? Uh, somebody said earlier. Adultery, the wife go out cheap. That's the biggest con of it all. 
if that happens, outweighs outweighs every single great thing that your wife did. I don't think that's a con. You don't think that's a con? If she cheats, no, that's not a con. That's not a pros and con kind of thing. That's it. That's a that's an incident. That's an incident. Yeah, con is something you know uh, getting to put down the toilet seat. <laughs> Nagging. I think that's a con. You know, cheating is a deliberate act. So should we add another column and start talking about incidents, finances? I mean, we've talked about those already, so that's why I wanted to yeah. stay away from them. Oh, okay, yeah. But if we need to, we can bring it in at this time. Because what, what, what I want to talk about tonight is with all these beautiful pros that we have for our, with our wives, why can some of these calls send us to divorce court? We already know the other stuff. What T-Hawk said, incidents is what does it. The incidents. Mm -hmm. So you could deal with the fusses, you could deal with the questions, but there's a lot of people, these small little cons outweigh the pros. And they just can't handle it. But that's a foundation issue. There you go. Now we get somewhere. That's a foundation issue. That's got nothing to do with nothing. You know what I mean? You got to take the good with the bad. At some point, your marriage vows have to mean something at some point. You know what I mean? You take the good with the bad. Sickness and then health. Yeah, I know she nags, but she was nagging when I met her. Yep. I know she was negative. She was negative when I married her. I thought I could change her. I failed. Still love her. That's right. You know what I mean? You just learn to live with it. You see men 50 years, been in the marriage 50 years. You look at them, they look pitiful. Like, what's wrong, man? I'm just dealing with it. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've all seen him. We've all seen him. You see him, man? Yeah. He's still married. He looks pathetic. I'm like, man, what's wrong with you, man? Man, I'm all right. I'm just dealing with it. It ain't going to change. Have you, break this up. Have you seen him? Like, oh, oh, this one baby. time in the market, I felt sorry for this old man. This woman was reaming him out because he wasn't standing where she wanted him to stand. I was oh, like, man. I was like, I know he wants to just beat her. <laughs> I mean, she was reaming him out. You were supposed to be here. I'd be like, I'd walk out them doors and she'd never see me again. That's what I'm saying. But he still feels sorry for them older men the way the women are just. just Crowning him over nothing. That's because he got tired. My father's the same way. I hate to say it, man. I hate to say it. Sometimes I want to take him out back, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. Are you really letting her get away with that? Really? Dude? I just want to take him out back, man. I mean, straight up. I'm like, man, why you let her talk to me like that? What is going on? You know? But it's they pick and choose. And they said, well, I'm going to take because I get to, you know, he plays a little golf. He's like, as long as she let me go play my golf. Like, that's, what's wrong with that statement? As long as she let me go play my golf. Man, pull your panties down. As <laughs> <laughs> long as she let, should never come out of a man's mouth. Mm. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. We grown men. You know, we came in grown men. 
We're going to leave our grown men. And they got to know that. You know, tell me where I need to stand in the mall. I'm going to, I'm going to get me a pretzel. I'll be back. <laughs> you just know where the car's at. Time for us to leave. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel sorry for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that. Is that because they, you think they just, they just control it? Yeah. Because, because you won't do it, you won't take a stand telling them, hey, woman, you know, this is not a good time right now. He's defeated. He won't take that stand. He's just defeated. He's defeated. He's defeated. He's probably staying in a separate room at his own house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably my, my father used to be that manly man. I mean, that straight up, no nonsense, run the house, make the rules. You know what I mean? That guy. Where you don't back talk him. If he said be there at two o'clock, you better be there at one thirty. You right. know what I mean? But he had a um an aneurysm and um was laid up for a while. And she was there. She was there, you know, by his side like she should have been. But after that, she just she capitalized. You know what I mean? And she put that, 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 that guilt on him. And he just became soft that's all. Yeah, he just he just he's soft now. It's That's just, why I say you you cannot let them snatch your strength in the beginning. You give up your power, you are not gonna get it back. Can't get it back. You can't get, get it back. back. I mean, you gotta abuse them to get it back. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta man up <laughs> to get it back, and that's just not permitted. If it's gone, it's gone. You gotta leave. You gotta do something drastic to get it back. Yeah. But do you think that's why some men, uh, when we talk about infidelity, that's why some men cheat because they lost their their ability to lead at the house. Mm. Woman is taking his power away. That's a deep so, question. It is a deep question. Buddy. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. that would be one. Yeah, makes sense. Because mm. y'all might have brought up something that we we could be solving these marriage problems right now. Well, I mean, P-Town, man, if you think about it, if you can't express your feelings to your wife because she's not receiving it well, or if you can't be who you want to be because she's too controlling, right, then Mm -hmm. you want to find somebody that's going to allow you to be who you want to be around them and allow you to talk and allow you to act the way that you are comfortable in your own skin. And there goes the, that's when the infidelity comes in. Wow. I know yeah, but that's going to happen for a little bit of time. Because if you find somebody that's going to let you act the way you want that, they're still going to have some issues. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, and you're right. It may be a quick fix, but sometimes a quick fix is needed. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. You know what I mean? Take me out of this environment. Let me see something different for a minute before i got to go deal with this reality. Ooh. It makes you a better person when you go back to deal with the reality because your mind ain't there. Uh oh, and when your mind not there, yeah, you there, your body there, but your mind not there. Your mind's where you was just at. Mm. On the side of town. On the side of town, boy. What's <laughs> 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 on, boy? Mm. Your body is mm. key, but your mind on the other side of town. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh boy. 
Y'all, y'all yeah. singing some real, real music now. Mm-hmm. Y'all look at that later. And they got to work to get it back now. Now the work is on them to get your mind back right back at home. Mm-hmm. So, here's here's another problem. Now, I don't know how many military men we have on the phone now. Several, several. So one of the questions that I wanted to bring up at this time was, is there a difference because you're in the military and a military wife versus a regular wife who goes to a job every day? Is there a difference? Because I'm assuming that they have to be a little bit more responsible or you got to have much more care for a military wife because you're going all overseas sometimes. Well, not well, being home and not seeing your wife for multiple, multiple weeks and months, maybe a year. You got to have some faith that well, you hold it down. To answer that question, my wife now is not military wife material. Uh, she couldn't deal with that. And why well, would that be? Because that's the type of travel. Yeah, because you go on 60, 90, 365 days, you go. She ain't going to deal with that. that I would be some trust. Yeah, it is. You even have to be, probably be some trust factor in there when you, when you go away from there. Because there's some heathens that are waiting on you to go on deployment. So I'm assuming you have to have, I mean, there's some conversations or, or, you know, when you say you have that trophy wife, you have somebody who's dedicated and who's strong-minded, who's, who's not going to be tested by temptation, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, but my wife ain't going to deal with that. that. That's just too long, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I'm on travel all the time, so I'm gone Monday through Friday. But yeah. I'm in a position, and I talk to my wife maybe seven, eight times a day. <laughs> but it's blood. Wait, wait, wait. You're doing that. Yeah, seven, eight times a day? Yeah, I just like hearing her voice for one. That's a con. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I can talk so? to my wife no seven, eight times a day. Heck no. Well, she no. calls me and wakes me up in the morning. Then I call her to find out. Remember, we, we run a business, so I call her to see what's going on for the day, if it, we got any contracts or if we got any leads. And then she said now she's in a position where the kids are at home. She's at home. So when I talk to the kids, I talk to her again. And then I'm always on the road, and there's always a rat. I don't know if y'all ever drove on the turnpike. He says a rat's on the turnpike. Yeah, and and like when I leave early in the morning, and I'm only got like three hours of sleep, you know, she gets me to home base by making you know while we just talking on the phone while I'm driving, make sure I don't get sleepy or nothing like that. Yeah, and I guess let me rewind because so it's not like I'm I'm constantly like nagging. It's just I let her know where I am because I'm so far away. 
Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is that were you talking to your wife seven to eight times a day when you were in the state? No. Okay, gotcha. And and that's the difference. And and I could see, you know, I, I take that back. I could see, you know, being out of town five days a week out of a seven day week. You know, I can see. Um, I, I can see why you would talk to a dad. So it's not a con. So it's not a con. I mean, not in his situation. No, I wouldn't say it is. I mean, when you're not in, like, if you were 15 minutes away from your wife in the same city, I mean, that would be a con, absolutely. But hold on now, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. You just said something interesting. Okay. And we always talk about the present versus the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The marriage versus the courtship. Yes. And when we were recording, it wasn't nothing to talk seven, eight times, nine times, ten times a day. For hours. Nothing. Nothing. Hours straight. Yep. Rapping to the phone until you fell asleep. Wake yep. up with the phone. Do, 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 do. Remember that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so why during a marriage is is it is a con? Wouldn't we want to go back to that to get the connection stronger? I wouldn't. I, I like talking to my wife, but my wife is always talking to me about stuff I ain't doing right. <laughs> and, and my wife, I mean, I say for me, my wife is not a phone talker. So, I mean, literally, when she calls me, it's because she wants me to pick up something or something with the kids or something happened. It's not to say, hey, how's your day going? Or what are you doing? Or, you know, you want to go to lunch? It's just like, okay, hello, what is it we need? You know, so. But we have more engaging conversations face to face. So, I don't know. That's just me. I can understand. But, yeah, I, that that's one of the things I enjoy. Because, I, I mean, other than the fellas, um, I don't have anybody else to talk to that, that brightens my day. Mm, that's good. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't call my mama every day. I mean, because that's my wife now, you know. She's taking the place of that communication. Call every once in a while, see how she's doing, you know. There's no no, no let down on my mama because I still love my mama, you know, more than anything. But that's my wife. That's my trophy. And like I said, if I don't keep cleaning that trophy, it's going to be collected in dust and sitting in a box in the attic somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody on this phone wants to have their marriage sitting in a box in the attic collecting dust. Mm-hmm. They want to keep that trophy shot. I'm not hating on you, brother. you got a good wife, man. Yes, sir. Good wife. Yeah. Strong family woman. Strong wife, period. Yes. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. She represents you well in public. You know what I mean? She represents the family. She's about her business. Period. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's yes, responsible. Sir. She's friendly. She's all of the above. She's hospitable. All of the above. You know, I, I, I hear you. That is your trophy wife. Make no mistake mm-hmm. about it. There's no mistake about it. I tell anybody. Good words. I give it when it's due, brother, that she is the appropriate wife. You know what I mean? She, you know, you know what? Hey, Tony, you came up with the serum of divorce, though. 
you just did by courting your wife, regardless of what y'all are going through, you're gonna go through things. Yeah. You know. You know, in the past, in the African American relationship, the way that they broke up or have the family was to separate the man and the wife. Separate the kids. Keep us wild wildebeest. So that way we can have weak foundation homes. And it still goes on today. Uh, I was in the reading the newspaper today, and uh, I saw up here in New Jersey, and they was talking about they want businesses to shut down early because of the crime that's going on in the street. And I'm like, why would you want businesses to shut down? You need to get back to structure in your house and, and and start demanding and creating rules for these kids so they're not standing at the corner at 10, 11 o'clock at night. I couldn't do it when I came on. When them streetlights was on, I had to be at somebody's house. You know what I mean? On Friday night, I can go to the football game, but after the football game, if I did go to a party, that was because it was my junior year at school. She let me go to a party, but I had to be home at a certain time. You know, there was some structure. Mm-hmm. These kids don't have structure. That's why another thing I love about my wife is I don't have any cars, but she's providing the structure for the kids. Trying to keep them out of trouble. Trying to keep them, you know, get them in, in church, get them in, in programs. Make sure that uh, they, they can be the best that they should they, that they can be. I enjoy that. I don't get in no way. I, one time I did. I was like, "Your nagging is now getting to the kids. You gonna mess around, and lose your kids because you're nagging so much. You're nagging me, you're nagging them. You gonna start losing." Them. And then she changed a little bit, and then the kids start changing too. So. You know, it's 11 o'clock, fellas. We made it. We made it. Sure. Right when the presidential, so everybody turned to MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you need to Fox. put the recording off when you're talking like that. That's right. You go to Fox <laughs> or CNN, whichever one of the three you like. I don't care which one you go to. I go to What's the Truth. <laughs> right, Ike? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My own channel. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, well, I think it's a, it's going to be a who's your daddy moment tonight. <laughs> well, it looked like down, it was intense. It looked like it was intense. And one time is, you know, I got the little picture going. It looked like he was ready to square off on. That's what shut I thought too. I was thinking the same. Shut the, thing. Shut the show down, sir. Shut the show down, sir. Oh, shut wait, the man, show down, me. sir. Let me shut it down. Let me shut it down. <laughs> All right, fellas, thanks for the call. We made another night. We're going in the open mic. Next week's yeah. topic is Tony. Who has next week? Tony, you got, next, I got week? next week. Um, now that we're turn? married, oh. now that we're married, you don't do jack. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> from pros to you know praising your wife to you don't do jack. You don't well, do jack. jack. Mm, I love it. It's going to be hard to beat them, them cars because you ain't say too many cars. So I see well, what the problem yeah. is. You are, you are holding it to next week. I'm holding them. 
Yeah, <laughs> sure was. <laughs> Sandbagging him. <laughs> all right, I'm cutting this call off, fellas. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.